John Ryan. And he is Jonathan Prince. Come that way. And we are, side you this is it. This is it. We are brutally yeah, honest. Brutally honest. Big up. How you doing, mate? You've got to like, a little catch thing now. If I started doing right. it. Yeah. Hey, be careful out there. Yeah. <laughs> you could do that one, yeah, innit? I can't do those things. I'm not Italian. If I was Italian, I'd go, you know, you need to take care of yourself. Now, my missus talks with her hands all the time like this. And when I want to, when I want to set up, I just hold her hands and pull them back. <laughs> if you're Italian, you'd be pronouncing the end of your words more. More. Did you finish all Italian is? Just saying the last letter of the word da. Depends how British you are. Oh yeah. Good to start the uh, show with a little bit of racism there. <laughs> not, not, uh, we've already offended the Italians. We're not even ten seconds in. Um, that was you, by the way, not me this time. It was. Well, I don't think it was, man. I was just talking about like character traits of places, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like all the time. When we're not recording, you're a fascist. <laughs> yeah, innit, innit. Although, right, um, think about it. What in countries that were fascist countries, they're really good at football, aren't they? Italy and Germany. They won more World Cups than all the non-fascist countries. What about Brazil? No, but Europe, in Europe. Ah, okay. Well, Even Argentina, fascist country. I didn't, I didn't know that. No, in terms of Europe, um, yeah, the countries, Mussolini and the other bloke, we won't mention, whatever they did... 30 years later, then boys could play football. <laughs> I don't know if it's discipline or what it is, but they can kick them all about. Spain, Franco, dictator, fascist. Look how good they were. That's a problem in this country. Too soft. We never win anything while we're too soft. It's all democracy. I love the way we've hit the ground running with this one again. Give it. Give it. Let's out go. Here. Um, I want to play my tune for the week. Uh, so I'm going to just play it, man. This track, um, I'm playing it because it's been sunny, isn't it? Like a few days of sunshine. And um, yeah, I've had to play this tune. It's made me feel happy. So I'm just going to play it. See you there. Actually, I don't really want that lyric for this. Watch me. Don't watch TV, innit? On the podcast. I couldn't... With the dad dance, you never put your arms above your shoulders. Always keep them down. Dad's... Always got to keep your hands down. Guess you've got to push your kid out the way. Or get out the way. <laughs> you just do that. It's dad dance. Mm-hmm. So that track is that At, track Peace, about it. At Peace uh, by a group called Lucid Troops. Um, and that is a group that I was in, man. Um, wow. Me on that chorus there. Um... And yeah, the track is about like feeling like you're at peace, isn't it? And for the last week after my jaw started to chill out a little bit, it's working now. Um, yeah, it hasn't tried to dislocate since the last show actually. So now you've paid your debt to the dealer. Your jaw's working properly. And the dealer, the dealer gives me cocoa bowl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's not you. Did you write it? Yeah, I write them lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got uh, my mate Gareth. He's um, rapping in the tune as well. So it's me and him, like back to back chorus, intro and outro. I do. He does like the uh, rapping on the verses and that. Yeah, it's a good tune. But it's like just made me realise I'm at peace from something so simple as my jaw not dislocating. And like yeah. you take stuff for granted, like your jaw working or not being in pain. And like made me think of all the other what? people out there that might be in pain. And it's so give your friends a shout out. Well, go no. and see him, ring him, maybe. If you're in pain, all it matters is that you're in pain. But the ability to dislocate your jaw, 
that helped snakes evolve because it meant they could eat bigger predators, like bigger food. Problem, no, bro. I'm not a snake, and my jaw meant I couldn't really eat food. I'm just that trying to look problem. at a bright side, man. Yeah. Trying, yeah. trying to help you out. The positivity. <laughs> throw it back in my face. Some people see the glass half empty. Some people see the glass half full. I just see a glass that can still be filled up. I had to see the glass with a straw because otherwise I might dislocate my jaw. I know, madness. But yeah, man, that tune, check it out. It just made me feel like sunshine, innit? When we finished the album, it was like the sunny times of the year, spring, summer. What inspired you to write it? What inspired you? Um, people like trying to gauge their happiness upon others, but realising the only way to be at peace is to be at peace with yourself, innit? Nice. Where were you when you wrote it? Uh, in my mate's bedroom, actually. That album was written proper quick. He just played Ooh. the beat, showed me the track that he'd, the bits that he'd written, and wanted like chorus. So, hang, on, hang on, let me get this right. You're in your mate's bedroom. You're both big men in the bedroom, and then you decide to write a song about wanting just some peace. Was he sex pesting you? <laughs> you got to do this, didn't you? Have to do that if you're like a victim. <laughs> Go like that, and we know that your mates pestering you. I don't like, know what the side is, but I don't need it, man. I don't need it now. It was all good. Um, it was a mad one, man. Like he, the, his side of th- of it, he was probably in a darker place than I was at the time. And when he expressed what he expressed, I saw it as a reason to be at peace, whereas it was actually stressing him. So it's like two sides of one coin. What was stressing him in his bedroom with you? What was you doing? <laughs> what was I doing? I'm trying to help. I'm just trying to be like the wise counsellor. You always <laughs> accuse me of mocking you. I'm trying to show a bit of compassion and care. The thing is, what I want to say is that his missus was there, which she was, but like that, that don't really help. That doesn't, that doesn't really help no, your line of attack. No, 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 that's the three of us. It's the three of us. <laughs> don't really work as a song, does it? So um, anyway, yeah, basically just jamming, isn't it? I'd gone back to Kettering, where like I'm from. Um, yeah. We used to rap yeah. in the park together, and that decided one day that we'd actually like make a make some tunes, make an album. And, um, Straight did. out of Kettering. Is that what it was called, the album? <laughs> Straight out of Kettering. Straight out of Kettering! No, we didn't. We didn't. No. no. Right, enough about you. Here's my song. This is, this is the tune, mate. This is the tune. Yeah, yeah! Here you go. What is that? What is that you? Yeah, yeah, ding dong. It's a great tune. I've been singing it all week, driving Natasha mad. She's like, "Will you stop it?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Ding dong. I get Jonathan to remix it, do some rapping. <laughs> what is it? Where's it from? Who is it? It's what? from. Uh, I love Eurovision. I've always loved Eurovision. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Do you actually right? love it, or do you say that you love it because you think it's kind of like kitsch cool to say that you love it? No, I, I genuinely love it. Actually. Uh, 1980s winning song Hallelujah. It wasn't meant to be an accusation. It's just from, like from Israel. That's the greatest uh, greatest song that ever won. Eurovision closely followed by 2017 the Portuguese guy. But no, it's great. And uh, Will Hold Ferrell. On, you were just it. wheeling them things off. You weren't even reading anything there, were you? Oh, I kind of no, switched I, off I a little bit Eurovision. then. But like you I actually started it. wheeling off some some knowledge. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I love it. And Will Ferrell, who does the best man-child character ever, an elf, and every other film he's made is a you know, a poorer version of Elf. Uh-huh. He's made this film about Eurovision. I've watched it twice so far. <laughs> Since Saturday. Love it, mate. I love Eurovision. I love Europe. Mm. I love the stupidness. The fact that when you go to Germany, them places, you can have a big man, seven foot tall, built like a wall, who will like techno oomph oomph music. 
Oomph, oomph, oomph. Yeah, this is such good tunes, yeah, Johnny. Oomph, oomph, oomph. I have to go back a step, right? You saying I love Europe, I love your, I love Eurovision, I love Europe. They're not the same. They're not. That's like an oxymoron. It's not an oxymoron, but it's like they don't have to both fall true. I love Europe, but I'm not feeling Eurovision. Why not feeling Eurovision? I've, I've I just realised how not? different all the cultures are, the different countries are. I think it's a bit like, for, in my opinion, like this how I see it, it's a bit like chocolate raisins and Turkish delight. I can't believe that anyone actually likes. Let me go back there. The the fries Turkish delight now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Actual Turkish delight, cool. But like the fries one, do you know what I mean? In the you got in the eighties. Um Yeah, I don't believe people actually like that. I think they just eat it to like be different in there. Do you know in um Cyprus they don't sell it as Turkish delight, they call it Cyprus delight. And in Greece they call it Greek delight. And you can only actually get it in Turkey, Greece and Narnia. <laughs> that's a, that's isn't it the Queen or one of them kids that eats the um, Turkish delight? It's one of them, isn't it? I, I I can't even remember that, but I think there is. Put it in the box. Put it in the box. Yeah. Put it in the box. <laughs> Get your answers in the box. Exactly. Yeah. Answers in the box. Get the box. Narnia, Greece, and Turkey. <laughs> but yeah. Man. But I tell you what, I love is that because you got to remember that when I was growing up, um, for us, it was just my mum's idea of cooking was to just put it in water and boil it till it was dead and dried out and. <laughs> then if I was lucky and I could persuade one of my friends to let me go in the house and have some rice and peas or fufu, I got a little bit of a change. And then when I was about 11, I went to France for the first time. Blew my mind. Salami and mustard and garlic. I just loved it. Loved I it. don't know, man. I feel like I miss out in France. I could drink the wine and that, but um, a lot of the food, it's got like dairy, like butter is a, is a huge ingredient and I'm, I'm not feeling it. It makes me itch. So. That's because you're a freak. Okay. <laughs> and I was triggered by my mocking of Jonathan's dairy uh, allergies. Get over it. Put it in the box. Put it in the box. You just mean I'm free no. because you're, you're the way you can imagine I can dance and that, isn't it? That's what it yeah. is. Probably. But yeah, and then when I'm... Um, <laughs> first time I ever had an intimate moment with a European girl, I was just like, wow, man. This is amazing. It's just different, you know? She was uh, from Sweden and we're getting it on and she's like, oh, what do you think about the ozone layer? And I'm like, uh, I think, should we have one? I like it. She goes, no, no. She stopped me. She goes, yeah, but don't you think it's being destroyed by the environmental catastrophe that uh, is beckoning us? I'm like, yeah, carry on smooching. It was like a quiz to see if I could get older. <laughs> uh, do you not think we should be preserving the big animals and mammals in the oceans? I'm like, yes. Okay. <laughs> I love but the way was... you put that tonight. That's you. <laughs> like everyone from that country. I can't remember what country now. Sweden. But like everyone's like that. No, nah, man, surely not. Dullest. Well, actually, Norwegians are the dullest people on the planet. Dullest. Dullest. Norwegian women, stunningly beautiful, but dull as misery, mate. And that is why the Vikings used to row across the ocean for some fat <laughs> drink. The women at home, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, no, I'm... Where are you going, Olaf? We still have to discuss the trees. I'm going to find the Jordy board. <clears throat> Jordy Bordy. That's a good one. That's three nationalities. So free, I, I can be um, offensive to white people too. You know? I'm not, I don't limit it. You know? My uh, bigotry isn't just isolated to types. You had, you had a couple of other subjects you wanted to approach. We've also got the quiz, haven't we? Like... Got a quiz. We did a quiz in a bit, but I think <clears throat> first of all we need to talk about Johnny Depp's divorce. 
Okay. What would make so you... let's go back step. Let's go back a step. Johnny Depp, because I'm not really into films and that. He's the man from Edward Scissorhands, right? Yeah, he's done a few things more recently, but yeah, back in about 2001, he did. <laughs> anyway, he's a big Hollywood actor. Everyone knows you. Stop your nonsense. But <laughs> him, and his, him and his missus, um, yeah, getting divorced, and it made me wonder. Before I tell you why, what made him realise it was the moment that they're going to split up. I want you to tell me what would be the deal breaker for you. What do you mean? With your missus, she's done that. She's gone too far. Right. So cheating on you, would that be a deal breaker? I'll be honest, mate. I'm going to go the other way around. I'm going to say, what was the moment when I realised this could be certain? Yeah. And for no, me, no. it... it, it no, just that's, seeing it because that's she's what I'm doing. Room. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Glaring across at you. What it was, yeah, is that she washed the rice, bruv. We've had a meal and she cooked. She was cooking rice. You mean and like I was rice like, as in food? Yeah, as in food, yeah. She, we were cooking a meal, yeah. She was cooking rice. I was a bit like, mm, because like, I don't know, man. I suppose I was just a bit scared at how the rice would be prepared. And then, yeah, man, she washed the rice. And I thought, oh my days, this could be it. I it. even rang my bridge and told him. I even rang him. I rang... <laughs> That's like, yo, yeah. she washed the rice, you know. Yeah, so. That's Stand- my answer. That's my answer, mate. So what's the deal breaker, though? What is the deal breaker? <clears throat> I don't know. I suppose, so like... She, you, she sells drugs from your yard. I suppose, like, something like to someone you love, like, and I say, like, I don't know, spits in your nan's face or something. In your nan's face? Yeah. Why would she specifically spit in your nan's face? <laughs> you just it's because your, nan, your, nan, your, nan, your nan's been letting people park in a driveway again. That's don't go it. there. So don't what is there. the name? Don't go there. Don't go there. So, so that's it. If she spits in your man's face, that's it. You can do anything you want. No, no. You asked me for something. I couldn't really think of it, man. I just, I just shout. I can her. come round right tonight with five mates and we can all deal with her. And you'll be like, yeah, that's fine. Just don't spit in my man's face. And I'll mind you having a gangbang while I'm trying to play FIFA. I'm going to politician you. I'm going to politician you, mate. What would, what would your answer be? What would, uh, what would be the thing for you? Because surely like, it can't just be a thing. It's surely many things. Like if you wake yeah, up, yeah, there's probably the one straw that breaks the camel's back, right? It's got that one little thing in there. And Johnny Depp's thing, unbelievable, unbelievable. I don't know what it was. She took a dump in his bed. Yeah, that, yeah, but let me say something now. When you say that one thing that broke someone's back. That was it. That's the right. one that broke the camel's yeah, but back. Like, why is that important? There must have been enough things before that before you get to the stage of <clears> dumping on someone. Why is that bed. important? Hmm. Let me think about that. Why I would be upset? <laughs> just, just yeah, but there must have been Am reason I to. There must it's have the been first thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, she's a lazy ass man. She could get her ass out of bed and tiptoe to the toilet. There must have been reason. Like, oh, what? What? You mean she didn't like just ah? See, now there's a difference in there because if like she just like got too drunk, let one slip in the bed. I'm not saying I've done that, but that could be that could be apologised for. What you're saying sounds like someone went in there, held one out. How could you apologise for that? I'll be honest, right? I got a friend, um, friends, and, and, and they they watched they, they watched this. Yeah, they are a friend, and they watched this. Okay, friend. Okay. No, straight up. And uh, years ago, we um, uh, we if she come to London or whatever, she'd stay like we'd stay in the same bed, massive bed, and that. And then one time she left and uh, in the bed, there was like loads of like brown stuff. Like I was like, what's this? I was proper pissed off about it. And um, so I rang her and said, like, did you like poo in the bed? Um, did you take a dump in my bed? Yeah. yeah. Did you like lose control of your things? And uh, she goes, no, no, no. I'm sure I didn't because um, I've got nothing on me. 
but like smell it anyway it's chocolate peanuts bruv chocolate peanuts why would she eat chocolate peanuts in your bed I don't know mate and what made you actually go to your ass mate no I didn't yeah. I didn't I didn't smell it yeah, sure, I smell it bruv it come to that point I had to know you had to know so you smelled it but did you know what chocolate peanuts smelled like before you smelled it I knew there were chocolate peanuts had been... Oh, excuse me, mate. That's my unprofessional things there. I knew chocolate peanuts had been around. But you never actually smelled a chocolate peanut in your life. <laughs> so now... That's what you think. So next time someone offers you chocolate peanuts, you go... Oh, that don't taste like chocolate peanuts. Something wrong with you, mate. I'm going to take you to get some help. Off the hell. So, so you've been like, what? What are you saying about this? Did she actually go to his yard just to go in there and dump she, on his bed? Yeah, she said it was a prank. She said it was As a, a prank. prank. Yeah, it was a prank. She took... See, if you if if you're at that level of pranks, that 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 last one isn't. What I'm saying is, it's not as important, is it? Because there must have been enough of them. If that's not your yeah. end level prank, do you remember like? Do you know what I'm saying? Remember back in the 80s, you used to have games, beat em up games, and you'd scroll side to side, and you'd fight and fight and fight. You'd have an N-level baddie, and the first level would be less hard than the second. Oh, well, you mean, you mean on, the, on the computer? On not the computer, in the real world, no. beat em up games. Yeah, on the computer, on the computer. Okay. And, like, you'd have N-level baddies, and they get worse and worse. So if she, if that was the ultimate N-level baddie, like, prank, then there must have been loads of crazy stuff happened before that that made you oh, question that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Starts with chocolate peanuts. Starts with chocolate peanuts. I wasn't in a relationship with that person. You get me? You weren't going to be afterwards either, were you, really? Let's be honest. I was so vexed. I was so vexed. Trust me. And then um, the other big thing this week that's really freaked me out is the plague is back in China. Bubonic plague. See, now I see some, but I don't really see... I haven't checked it out. What's what's the deal? Well, some guy in Mongolia, he's got a plague, and the Chinese are going, don't worry about it. Uh, it's just we'll cure it. It's just one. If you can't cure a cough from a bat, how are you going to cure bubonic plague? <laughs> Do you know? Come on, mate. That's like when someone goes, yeah, but there yeah, was yeah, never I'll a cure to them things, was there? I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Obviously, you hear different things, but I'm sure an old London man told me once that all the green spaces in centre, like in inner London, you know what I mean, are like where they buried the dead from the plague because they never had a cure and it was like keep them underground. The places that they never build on top. Of like parks and little and stuff like that. Now I don't know if I can see your face. You're like what a load of rubbish. But the same guy also said to me, the same guy also said to me about how words have changed, like um, the word uh, ter- terrific. Yeah, he said when he was young, that word meant um, to fill right. one with terror. Yeah. Whereas now it's completely flipped and it means something that's really good. Look at me and my yeah, Tim, he, Tim Henman hand. Was he drinking out of a paper bag when you spoke to him by the chance? Was he? No, Perhaps he wasn't sitting, drinking out Perhaps sitting on a bench <laughs> with some other people dishevelled. <laughs> That's been known, but that wasn't one of them times, man. Hmm. 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 Not sure about that one. And of course, uh, tomorrow, uh, McDonald's breakfast comes back. Oh, there's going to be a lot of happy people out there. I don't really get it, man. Surely you could buy muffins, egg, a little bit of bacon and that. I'm not a big fan of it, but Tasha has already set her alarm clock. Really? Going to get down there. See, and... that, that's what surprised me in the last few weeks. That, like, when things open, people who want to go there to be first. Because I'm not mm-hmm. on that queuing thing. I'm not really on it too tough. Obviously, I'm not impatient. I'll queue, but, like, 
I don't know, man. If I really wanted a McDonald's, I'd pretend that they're opening in two weeks' time. I just, I can get, I can go without it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. But that's what's happened. Everyone's losing their heads, losing their minds, and um, now that's back. Uh, my favorite, favorite, favorite story this week, though. A man got fined four hundred and fifty pounds, right, for doing something in front of the police, and they said he did it deliberately, and he said it wasn't; it was an accident. What do you think he did? Four hundred and fifty pounds. Four hundred fifty pounds fine for doing something in front of the police. So they fired. He got fined for fired. Yeah, push that a little. And four hundred fifty pound man. Just like <laughs> you could have took a dump as well. Might, might as well follow through. I'm getting fined. How did they get that? What, and it's stuck? It's not able to appeal or what? He's had to pay oh, it? It was, it was a fart. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> fart is the advanced warning of a poop. <laughs> yeah, he got fined 450 and um, he, they said that he looked at him and did it deliberately. But if you could fart on demand, man, that, would that be a superpower, do you think? Only if you're in an enclosed space. What would be the worst superpower to have? Imagine that if you're like this guy, hey, Superman, you can fly, and you know, Action Man, he can just like have his eye move in different directions. I don't know, but fart, fart boy. I don't know, man, because I'm not really into them sort of things. And anything I say is going to annoy someone. But I think one of the worst things, I don't know, it's one of the worst and one of the best. But is it the lasso of truth that Wonder Woman's got? Is that what it is? Yeah, but she's got a few different powers, so it doesn't really matter if one of them's a little bit meh. Do you know what I mean? But like. I don't know, man. I lasso of truth. So, like, I lasso you and you tell me the truth. I mean, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, the mafia use something like that. It's it's a, I'm, not, I'm not talking about them sort of things, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought that was just, uh, it's just fascinating. The things that you can get arrested for. And you can go to prison for that. What are you in for? Murder. What about you? I don't see how they could, like, fine you for fighting. Was it in a lift? I don't know. He was on a park bench with that in public. But apparently, uh, because all the toilets are closed in central London there, people are peeing everywhere and it started to muck up the bushes and the grass in central London. Parks are putting up signs saying that you'll get fined for peeing in public. It's not actually illegal to pee in public unless you're seen by two people. Oh, really? Yeah. You can only How do you know that? Things. How do you know that? Do you got looking for people to pee? With a friend. I just no, I needed a pee and then my missus was going, You get arrested, so I Googled it. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> two people must see the you. Power of Google. Oh my days. But you can pee on the wheel of your car. I think on the back wheel of your car if you're a cab driver. Just saying, man, just trying to help. I think we should be giving information, not just <laughs> you know I mean? not just chatting about your jaw. We should be actually improving the nation's intellect. We've definitely improved the intellect with the um, piss tips. One thing I will say is that the other day, as you alluded to earlier, something happened really bothered me. Um, I wasn't going to talk about it because I'm not really going to talk about it. But what I will say is that like, people at the moment are stressed, isn't it? Because where this thing happened and it wouldn't normally bother me at all and I'd have just skated past it, I was fully vexed. Um, and it took for someone else to look at me and kind of give me a look as if to say, bruv, chill out. I can see that you're vexed. Like, but it's going to look oh. like you're not in a right. So my point is just like, second, take a step back, people. If you're getting vexed, take a step back. When you said you skated past it, I like the idea of you going around on roller skates. 
I used to skateboard. Skateboard. I'm not surprised. In Kettering, of course, with the homies. I started just as I was leaving Kettering, um, so about a year before I left, and I moved to Bradford um, to go to uni. Oh. Now. You can't skateboard there. I did, yeah. No, it's cobbled streets, isn't it? And uh, it just hills, isn't it? Hills actually, and cobbles. Actually, worked out what happens if you're on a shortboard and go down a hill that's too steep. What? Come on. What happens? What the board happens? starts going like that. And See? then one side hits the floor, and then you're off, rolling. See, it's just all about educating people. We're just all about the learning, mate. We're all exactly. about passing on knowledge. Talking of which, what's going on with the uh, the quiz? I thought we were at question five, were we? With this quiz, mate. Well, here you go. We're going to get down and dirty now. We're going to get into the raunchy stuff, mate. We're going to get into the raunchy stuff. If you're if you're uh, feeling that way inclined, um, so we could do the raunchy stuff, or we can stick to what are women better at: speaking, judging character, or aerobic exercise. There you go. All of them. You think all of them? Hold on. Get off the fence. <laughs> who's done this? Who's done this? What's this? A men's health quiz. What are women better at? Speaking. Yeah. Judge. Was it? <laughs> Speaking. Um, judging character or aerobic exercise. Judging character. Do you reckon? Yeah. Why do you think that? Because... Does it's not right. The correct answer is speaking. Girls speak earlier and use more words. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Um, for some reason, I don't know why it is, something to do with the left-hand side of the brain having more control over the, uh, the, the, the personalities. Women um, learn to speak quicker at an earlier age. It's just amazing, really. And because I've got daughters and sons, I would definitely go along with that. Definitely go along with that. What about men are better than women at judging distance, following instructions, or doing crossword puzzles? Interesting. Do you know what? I'm going to throw it out there and say doing crossword puzzles. However, before I do say that, I cannot do crossword puzzles. As in my brain Why doesn't not? work like that. Even when you tell me the answer and the clue, I'd never have got the... I, didn't, I wouldn't ever get there, ever, ever. My brain doesn't work like that at all. See, again, they reckon that men tend to be better at spatial awareness, so judging distance, because it's all about gauging size and um, distance speed of things, um, which is why we get into sports so much. And again, it may be back in the day, like it or not, in modern times, men and women are equal, but back in the day, we had different strengths and weaknesses and all that kind of thing. I remember doing... um, when you There's say that, more. though, that's that's one thing that makes me think. Just putting it out there. So obviously, back in the day and times, we'd think as such that the man might go out and hunt, for example, and the woman yep. might stay in the cave or look after kids and so on. Um, but in like lions, the woman hunts, isn't it? The woman goes out to hunt. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying, so you miss to go shopping. That's hunting, baby. Go down the shop. Hunt. Hunt me a cup of tea. <laughs> That is not going to work. I had a cup of tea earlier. First cup in a month. Why Why have you not drunk tea? What, what's oh, no, I, I don't really drink tea, to be honest. I only have about a cup a month. <laughs> if that. Do you ever, what you like? Do you have the same time every month? Or do you vary it? Nah, it's not even every month. Sometimes I say, like, oh, fancy a cup of tea. But it's not very regularly. Just, just lay your hair down. Woo! Yeah, for real. Have it let's, black as well. Let's go for it. Can't say that. It's racist. Yeah, have, have it without milk. Have it without milk. 
have to have to have it with Amil. <laughs> so that's me trying to be a modern man, be politically correct. Like, I can do this. The thing is, I, I, I stepped in line as well. I was like, Vad milk, Vad milk. Anyway, carry on. Next question. How often, British people, how often do most people in the UK have sex in a year? What do you reckon? 46, 62, 80, 104, 200? What do you think? What have you got? Like, have you got options? Have you got A, Bs, and Cs and things, you, or is it just yeah, random? Yeah. Options. No, right. no. Option five. Option three. Five, no, hold on. In a year, what was the one that was around forty something? Forty. Forty-five. That one. You think that one? Forty-five times a year. It's not even every week. Yeah, because enough people don't, man. Enough people ain't Mate. their it. You need to get onto and go. Listen. No, I'm, you, I didn't ask about me. You didn't ask about me. You asked about the I British population. Then pipes need to be emptied 21 times a month. Yeah, but need to be. But how often is it there? What's the answer? 62. Lie them. If you think about it, yeah, again, people are going to inflate their answer. I should have thought about this logically. Why would they inflate their answer? They're not talking about the size of their... Because they're not going to go out there and go, oh, I, I only have it every couple of weeks, if that, and tell, tell the people who are asking the questions. Well, oh, yeah, five times a week. You can be anonymous. There is a level of anonymity. Okay. All right, let's you've go got to think to yourself, yeah. why do people do, why Why do they um, want to tell strangers their business? Yeah, in general in life nowadays. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. So as soon as you ask, what's the average length of a man's love stick? Where? What do you mean where? What, in Britain? In Britain, yeah. Uh, where? Do you know what I mean? Where? What do you mean where? If you take an average of the world. Average length of an erect love stick. What do you think? Four to five inches, five to six, seven to eight, or eight to ten? Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to say that, again, liar them. Five to six. You think five to six inches? That's actually correct. You know why? Five, because six, if, man's, if, if someone's not packing, they're not going to be like, oh, I'm not packing, so I'm representative of the world. And if someone's packing, they're not going to be like, oh, I'm packing, I'm representative of the world. But you know, they say, it's not the size of the nail, it's the hammer you bang it in with, man. <laughs> Who says that? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I do. <laughs> every, every time the subject comes up, like... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think that's a great place to stop. Save the questions for the next time round. I'll have some subjects as well next time, man. That would be really good if you could at least pr- pretend to be in some way professional. Um, have some subjects and have that theme tune sorted. Oh, a nice one. I'm almost done with the... Um, we didn't even talk about the theme tune. Someone's asked us to like do a theme tune. Someone's asked me to do a theme tune. Yeah, you should. They've never asked me, are they? Big up the followers and... and... All the people, yeah, yeah, ding dong, do the theme tune if it's down to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're I think, just yet. I think combing your hair should be the theme tune because that song's been going through my mind, mate. It's well funny. My dad's song, yeah, for real. Yeah, I, yeah. I might, I should at least record it. Work out a guitar should be. But in the meantime, do that nice one and that nice one, that funny piece with your fellow man. Yeah? Yes, I'll put it on. I'll put it on. I need <laughs> peace, man. peace with your fellow man. I need yeah. some peace. I was in his bedroom <laughs> and uh, just reading. <laughs> Uh, he wanted a piece. Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the song's about. He wanted a piece. Oh, you know. said, no, 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 no. 
such a madhead. Right, um, he's John Ryan. And he is Jonathan Prince. Yeah, man, and we are brutally Jonas. Peace. Do you think? Do all that. And about the box as well. About the box. About the box? Yeah, tell people oh, about the yeah. box. Oh, yeah. Write stuff subscribe. in the box. Sub- like, subscribe. Today, man. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Um, Like, subscribe. Ask us any questions that you want. Um, We'll try and figure some kind of theme tune. But, uh, yeah, we'll put a tune on the beginning and the end of this. Say if you want that to be the theme tune or not. And, yeah, we'll catch up with you all soon. Stay safe, peeps. Oh, that's what I meant to say. People, man. It must have been about uh, 14 weeks or something. I don't know. It's been a while since we've been in lockdown. And people are going on like it's done. Like it ain't done yet. It ain't done yet. Please try and stay safe, man. Try and if you're walking down the pavement or whatever, just at least keep a little piece of distance from the people that you're around. You know what I mean? Try at least. Try. Try and stay safe until the plague comes and kills us all. No, mean. You want to be healthy when the plague gets here. You want to die healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and on those happy notes, we'll catch you all in a piece. Big up. Yes. No, 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 no.